Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing the premiere episode of Return of the Runner-Up Fighting Mr. Second. Yay! Okay, I'm sorry. Moment of ec- ecstatic moment there. This episode is now available on WeTV, our Tencent video. It just was uploaded here in the last, I would say, 45 minutes, and it is about half an hour long. This episode, again, pilots are not really honest thing because they tend to end up being kind of, what would you say? They don't deliver like the rest of a season. And I would say that's probably going to be true of Fighting Mr. Second Return of the Runner-Up. This episode is really about Gao Shidi and Zhao Shui meeting up again after five years and kind of trying to deal with the fact that Zhao Shui is madder than hell at Gao Shidi. And his madder than hell makes him do really stupid stuff. And I would say, you know, it's kind of like Jane Austen says when her quote, angry people are not always right, wise from Pride and Prejudice. That would be entirely true of Zhao Shui. The more that I watch um, number one for you in Fighting Mr. Second, the more that I think this really is, in many, many ways, kind of an Emma that is in a BL form. Emma by Jane Austen that is in a BL form. It is so like Emma, the correlations are crazy. But I think in many ways, Gao Shiji is a lot like Mr. Knightley, and Zhao Shui is a lot like Emma. And you can see that throughout the first um, season of Number One for You, and now in the second season, Fighting Mr. Second. But this opens up with Gao Shidi coming back to his office because he's the CEO of a company, and he's just had a merger. They have been taken over by a new company, and he made sure that all the employees would be kept on. That was part of the merger. He also has basically an assistant who has another office, and the assistant has some, what I would consider, he has some mental health issues. I'm guessing it's because of the Asperger's and just difficulty relating to other people. And he is extremely stressed out. He spends his time with his coffee mug, sitting with his feet on his chair, kind of crouched over. I love how in the introduction to this episode, um, he is the partner of the doctor. They've been estranged before this um, season for over five years. So I'm guessing they were estranged probably for, I don't know, five to eight years. Don't know really because we don't know that part of the story yet. But the doctor and that individual separated. I think his name was, I don't remember his name, I'm sorry. But anyway, and he's been trying to look for the doctor for years. But the doctor, I think, was very concerned that their relationship could have many, many difficulties because of just what that individual has to go through on a daily basis. And he didn't want to complicate things with A, their relationship, and B, they are quite distant in age from one another. And I think that was also a concern for him. So we have Gao Shidi, the assistant, and their office. And that morning... Who should walk in but Zhao Shui and the two other kids from college, the one who wanted to be with Gao Shidi and was refused, and the other who wanted to be with Zhao Shui, who have ended up together five years later. And Zhao Shui walks up, and you know, being Zhao Shui, he has no filter. So he just slaps um, Gao Shidi in the face, and the entire office is left sitting there wondering, what in the heck happened? Because 
why would anyone slap Gaoshidi? Because he's not really the kind of person that would do anything worthy of being slapped. I mean, no offense here. So anyway, Zhao Shui and Gao Shidi then go into Gao Shidi's office, where Zhao Shui decides he's going to tell Gao Shidi he's firing over half the employees and he's going to be one of the first. And Gao Shidi's like, you know what? You signed the contract that says you really can't fire us. And he says, I signed it with caveats. And so he runs off on his little rampage. And, you know, at the end of the day, I really like how Gao Shidi just kind of sit there because a lot of times when people are really angry, like Zhao Shui, Gao Shidi could have come and gone, you know, Zhao Shui, I know you're angry because it's been five years and I haven't yet contacted you, but there were reasons and did it, did it. But instead of trying to explain that to Zhao Shui, who, no offense, at that point in time, probably couldn't have heard it anyway. He's just quiet. He lets Zhao Shui have his little moment and then leave. And then he goes to Zhao Shui's house. And basically, when Zhao Shui tries to kick him out, he just bolts through the door and says, you're upset. I know you're upset. It's okay to be upset. You have every reason to be upset that I wasn't, you know, in your life for five years. It's not because I ended our relationship. It's simply because things came up and I had to take care of them. But he says, you know what? We're not going to talk about this until you've eaten because you're crabby right now and you haven't probably eaten your meal. And I love how he just looks at Zhao Shui and is like, Zhao Shui has not eaten because Zhao Shui is busy being angry and Zhao Shui completely forgot to eat. So I am going to go make him some food. So then he goes to Zhao Shui's kitchen, makes him fried rice and soup. And then by the end of the day, they have this conversation as he's basically setting the soup on the table and asks Zhao Shui to go eat that... Zhao Shui's like, you know, I didn't wait for you for five years. I ended up with a girlfriend who's way better than you ever were as a boyfriend, and girls are better than boys. And Gao Shidi looks at him and says, you know what? We're not having this conversation. He said, you know, you don't even really have a girlfriend because the woman that you're talking about had a totally different last name, and so you completely forgot that. So you obviously don't have a girlfriend. And number two, you don't use people to be angry at one another based on gender. Like, I'm mad at you, so I'm going to go out with a girlfriend, or I'm mad at you, so I'm going to go out with a boyfriend. He said, you know, that's not what we do here, Zaoshui. But you know what? You're upset. You're troubled. Um, there we go. So Gao Shidi leaves, and Zhao Shui goes over to his food, and it says, I am, you're mad at me, not the food. Please continue to eat so you can, you know, come to work every morning and hate me. And it's so funny, because I think the thing that I like most about Gao Shidi and Zhao Shui is, even though they both can be totally um, not able to communicate well with one another, at the end of the day, I really like Gao Shidi's character because he is such a kind person overall. And also, he brings out the better qualities in Zhao Shui, which, no offense, Zhao Shui could end up being quite a jerk if he didn't have someone like Zhao Gao Shidi in his life, which is kind of what happened over the last five years and explains his really bad behavior patterns. But anyway... The next day, Zhao Shui goes to the office. He gets the paperwork for the transfer of the company, figuring out what departments do. The assistant to Gao Shidi is, will not hand over all the paperwork because he will only hand it over once it's complete because in his mind, that's what you have to do. And Zhao Shui doesn't like that, but Gao Shidi is like, you know, leave it be. He, he can't, you know, really 
do more than that because of the way he is. And then he gets ready to leave. Zhao Shui does. And Gao Shidi comes and ties his shoelace, which really ticks off um, Zhao Shui and makes him grab him and they go to the back office. And I think it's because there's two women tittering in the background. And this is the one thing I do not like about Asian drama is the tittering kind of fangirly girls that are in Asian drama. I'm like, you know what? Not all women are that way. I think it's very wrong to have those kind of stereotypes in any kind of drama, but it seems very prevalent in Asian drama particularly. But anyway, I'm sorry, final digression there. But as they're going to the back office, the two associates of Zhao Shu are sitting there, and they're a couple. They've been a couple for a while now, at least five years, because they um, started dating in college. And the one says to the others, do you want me to tie your shoelaces? And the other says, I don't have shoelaces on my shoes. You basically silly one. And he's like, well, maybe next, maybe tomorrow you should wear shoes with shoelaces so I too can tie your shoelaces. And they basically leave the office because they both know that Gao Shidi is not going to, you know, harm Zhao Shui and it's going to be okay. Um, this ends, and this is probably one part that you would want to skip with your kids. Um, nothing really happens here, but um, Zhao Shui thinks that the way to get back at Gao Shidi is to basically sleep together in the back office, which I mean, no offense, I'm going, as ways to get back at someone, this is like really a stupid, um, yeah. I, I mean, Zhao Shui is just really not the sharpest tool on the shed. He never was. And, I mean, no offense, he, he's a likable character, but I'm like, that's the way you get back at someone, which doesn't seem like a, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, and that's kind of where this episode ends. This whole episode would be fine to watch with children, except I probably would skip the very end scene simply because I wouldn't want to, you know, have that discussion with my kids, at least when they're small. And I probably wouldn't want to have it until they're teenagers and say, this is like the worst way that you could possibly try to get back at someone. But you know, we're going to discuss this and learn teachable moment here, kids. But anyway, and they then have the preview for Fighting Mr. Second well, Episode 2, which during that time, the assistant finds the doctor again, who is working at kind of like this outdoor um, bistro. And he's like, I found you finally. And I love how that character is so over the top. He relates to the doctor and the doctor's like totally not relating back, which is kind of hard because, you know, both of them do care about each other, but the doctor's like, I don't want to cause all this trouble for this person. There's such an age difference. It just won't work. I love how in the intro, when you see the different characters, Gao Shidi, Zhao Shui, and the two Hanyans from from college who ended up together, and the doctor and his partner, when the doctor's partner is crouching on the ground because he does not like being around people, the doctor actually comes and helps him stand up and says, you know what, you're going to stand up for this picture. It's okay. And I love that part of their relationship because the doctor knows what that individual has gone through. He's known that person since he was in high school and he knows what he's going through now. And I think that's one of the things I like about the doctor. In many ways, Gao Shidi and Zhao Shui, I think are my favorite characters of this series because they do have, I would say, a kindness about them. Now, I'm not sure that's going to last because, you know, the writers could have changed the characters in the next few episodes. But overall, I would say the thing I really liked about number one for you was Gao Shidi's thoughtfulness and kindness. 
And basically just, you know, he's like, you know, I like this person, but that does not mean that they need to be with me. It does not mean they need to alter their life. It just means that this is the person that I am going to be with or I'm being with no one. And I think that's really the thing that I like the best about that character. Now, I do not like how in this series right now we have Zhao Shui being angry and making really stupid decisions with Gao Shidi, but... You know, at the end of the day, I think they're going to work that out and Zhao Shui will get to a point where he's not being such an idiot. And Gao Shidi, I think they would be a good couple together because they both have different strengths. I think in many ways, Zhao Shui helps Gao Shidi not be quite so serious, helps him, you know, be a little more funny and have a little more humor in his life that he would not have if he did not have Zhao Shui. In many ways, it's like I, I think about a lot of different relationships. If someone can teach the other person to play, to be able to take the world not quite so seriously because they have had the weight of the world on their shoulders for many, many years, I think in some ways that is what makes their relationship interesting because you'll typically in a relationship have one person who's a little more serious and one who's not. And I think that balance of the seriousness for the person who's not quite so serious and the person who is serious and needs that balance of a little more humor and lightheartedness in their life is really neat to see on screen. I am totally looking forward to next Friday peeps because that's when the episode two comes out. I was hoping this was not going to disappoint me because I tried Lovely Writer and let's just say I'm not impressed with that one at all. I mean, they could always pull a rabbit out of their hat here, but anyway, and I've tried um, 1,000 Stars, which I am liking, but it's not nearly the production I thought it would be. And this one, I have to say, did not disappoint me. Now, I wish they had completely not had the last scene in it because it's not kid-friendly. But I'm also saying they're going, Zhao Shui would do something this stupid. Yeah, I can totally see Zhao Shui doing something that stupid. So that is my review of Fighting Mr. Second, Return of the Runner-Up. Check it at the round table. Bye.